Just to let you know, we might be using some of our grown-up words on this episode. So if you have any kids or co-workers around, you might want to think about putting them to bed a little early tonight. Wait. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where I look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. Not bad. Mine is clicky, yours is bongy. Mm-hmm. I'm having port. Yes. Because uh, you're very secretly a pirate from, like, the 1600s. So I, I started this evening with scotch, and now I'm having port. Because, <laughs> um, why not? But port is delicious. <laughs> it is. It's like... It is the dark chocolate of It's of like wine. syrupy. It's syrupy. It's got a little salty ting to it. It's yeah, it's pretty delicious. Oh gosh, I love it. It's so, so it's good. uh delightfully wintry. Like it's it is, a very dude. winter beverage. Yeah, you're not if you're drinking port at Fourth of July. Like that sounds terrible. No, <laughs> no, no, thank you. It's, def- it's definitely like a holiday winter beverage. Yeah, I saw it out and I was like. Oh. Port. Lisa was like, yes, get some. And I was like, all right. So I got some. You don't like port, do you? I do like port, but like port is like, you know, you have an ounce of it and you're like, I'm good. (laughs) Oh, it's 20%. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not uh, a bonkers type of uh, alcohol because you don't, nobody drinks a whole glass of port. That sounds disgusting i mean i've it's got like, do you want do you want to drink a bottle of cough syrup no i mean what's my weekend plans no no um yeah i've got like a two ounce pour here it's yeah no it's it's delicious two. but it's like you know in yeah. uh small small doses it's not yeah. something i would want all the time well you also don't take a mouthful of it and like chug it down you kind of like no. take a sip and swallow you can, it you cannot drink it when you're thirsty like your thirst needs to be sated and then this is like this is dessert. Dessert that you happen to be drinking. It is. I'm drinking my wine advent. Praise Jesus for wine advent. It's like been, it's been good. My scotch advent also so has good. been great. I had a Macallan twelve year. I am a few days behind. Double cast. But I believe in myself. I'm right. And I'm I, on schedule. And I will catch up. Right where I need to be. I uh, I have two days left. This mm-hmm. is the twenty second. Yep. I'm also caught up on my dice advent calendar. I am so behind on jam. Oh my gosh. My jam, I'm, I'm like... It is, you, you've you admitted defeat. Right, I was like, I'll eat this jam eventually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I think... We should buy some toast. That was about, well, you don't buy toast, you buy bread. <laughs> you buy bread and then you turn it into toast. Yeah. Yes. And then you have toast regrets. Yeah, toast regrets, because there's no such thing as an untoaster. Right. That's an Animal Crossing reference for those of you out there. I mean, that's a very deep cut of Animal Crossing, but yes. It is. But how's your week going? Oh, good. Good. I'm working. I'm not. And yeah, Adam is home with all of our kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's fine. I just, yeah, it's, no, it's fine. I'm um, having fun, really, I am. I just kind of like don't have time to do any of my normal mental load. So I'm just like, I don't know, do whatever you want. <laughs> like, <laughs> but also like you have this existential crisis of like things aren't getting done. Right, I'm like, like, did this get done? And I'm like. Yeah. And you're like, okay, that's it's cool. fine. And then, like, two hours later, you're like, did it, though? I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the way? Yeah. 
Like you, you, I can definitely tell there's like a little anxiety. Oh uh, yeah. That you feel like yeah. you should be doing the thing, but you're not doing the thing. Right, and I was like, did it get done? Did like you I've, do this? We're making cookies. I've been um, doing the last of the Christmas shopping. Mm-hmm. Though we we did go out to the other tonight to do that. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's just you know most of the stuffs we're in good spots. Oh yeah, yeah, we're we're in a good spot regardless, but. Yeah, it you just know. feels like it's you... just weird because I, it used to be, that I had uh, a little more time off than you did mm-hmm. at the end of the year, and so like I took on a lot of the stuff, and now I'm not doing it, and I'm like, mm, we'll see. Yeah. So like I'm gonna be everyone's dad at Christmas, where I'm like, what'd you get? Show it to me. Yeah, it, <laughs> we were laughing. I always see that, and you're like, I, I love the look of surprise on my children's face, and also my husband's face, and I'm like, um. First off, no. I know almost everything my kids are getting. There are a few things you sneak by, but mm-hmm. like usually stocking stuff where it's like cool. Um, you don't know everything our no. kids are getting. No, at I, all. I mean, but you know most of it. There's a spreadsheet, and you sent it to me. Yes, that is true. So like, I have the spreadsheet, but I don't know like specifics of like, oh, what color of this or what you know like yeah i don't i don't if they pulled it out i wouldn't be like oh that's a that yeah you know it's fine though i don't mind yeah it's good i'm excited it'll be good it'll be a good christmas for our our kids and for us and i think hopefully i hope for you i think i got you i know i got you at least three things you want okay that's pretty good um and then there's a couple things I kind of went out on my own. I like that. And we'll see how those go. Well, somebody decided to say hi there. Yeah, I don't know what. Why well, was the trigger face up. there? But anyway, uh, we'll just leave it roll. <laughs> anyway, That's but yeah, style. so I think I think it's good. I know I, I did buy myself some of my gifts, but then you yes. did buy me most of my gifts. I bought you some gifts, yes. Yeah, so uh, I think I did my own stocking. Because mm-hmm. uh, I got... So this is my problem, is I got really good deals on shit, and then I just shove it under the bed, and then right. I pull it out, and I'm like, honey, this like this is an expansion to a board game that I own. Right, and it was $8, which it, is phenomenal. It was a phenomenal deal, and it lives under my bed. Mm-hmm. Um, spoiler, I didn't actually pull out all the expansions that I picked up over the years. <laughs> There's at least two more expansions under the bed that I, I guess, haven't touched. I guess we'll have to doll it out for, like, what's coming up. Sweetest Day? Uh, yeah. Uh, no, Sweetest Day's in, like, November. I never know because uh, it's a bullshit holiday. Uh, I think Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day I could get. But then we have to get, like, the kids' things if I get you a present for Valentine's Day. Like, that's weird. I mean, honestly, is it, though? You can be like, is I it? love him. It's right. a romantic holiday. Right. Also, here's a Snickers bar. Shut here's, up. Yeah, here's a Snickers. Shut up. <laughs> It's a full-size Snickers. <laughs> they would be bought off for a full-size Snickers. Maybe. Maybe that's it. But I don't know. But I don't... It's fun. We're two days out from Christmas Eve, which yes. is kind of the, the downward slope of the holiday for us, because, mm-hmm. like, my family meets up Christmas Eve. We do the whole, like, extended family thing, and then we'll... Which I think is pretty typical. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll do our family thing Christmas Day, and we have, I think, for the first time in years... No plans Christmas Day at all. Yeah. Yeah, we're not Wake traveling. Up. No one is coming to our house. We are not going to anyone's house. I am 
really looking forward to just being home. Yeah. And then the day after Christmas Day, mm-hmm. I am going to go see a Bengals game. Yes. Which yes. will be fun. Uh, like, fingers crossed, COVID willing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lord willing and the rates don't rise. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. I've been following, and um, the Bengals have not activated any COVID players. So it appears to not be mm-hmm. in their clubhouse. Like, yeah. If you were watching the Browns last week at this time, <laughs> they're popping off. <laughs> it was like four a day. And then mm-hmm. it was like four the first day, and then it was like eight the next day, and then it was like 16. And you're like, I am not an expert in exponential growth, but I think I nailed it. I mean, I think. I don't feel like you have to be an expert in exponential growth to like. But like, it took out almost their entire offense. Like, their first and second line round quarterbacks, both of their offense, like, most of their offensive line, their offensive tackles, their um, offensive tackle. Anyway, add me later. Mm -hmm. Uh, Their coach, their head coach got it. You're just like, holy crap, you can't. You gotta wipe down your gym equipment for those. Yeah, like, get a towel, guys. So, also, Omicron. Not fucking around. Yeah, it's very contagious. Or fuck around and find out. I don't know which way you want to go on that analogy, but... Yes. Yeah. Yes. We'll but be doing know. swabs before we hang out with my fam. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm the person now who's, like, always has a family's worth of tests in a drawer. Like, two rounds worth. Two rounds worth. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, that's just who I am. But, like... I like to be prepared. Like, I'm the person who always had a pregnancy test in my desk at work. Like You got the bulk pack of just, pregnancy tests. Oh, yeah. Tests. I'm like, I, I need it in like a, I need a six pack. <laughs> like, and then you just like very quietly let your friends know. You're like, hey, by the way. FYI, I have pregnancy tests if you need them. If you're no, ever like. They're uh, like out in my drawer of requirement. Yeah. Uh, so I had a drawer in my office and everyone knew it was like a public drawer. Like. Yeah. I was like, that drawer is just like. The office junk drawer. Like, if you need tweezers, if you need Sharpies, if you need a brand new toothbrush, like... Yeah. A sewing kit. Well, this is the thing. Like, we have we have electric toothbrush, so you get the toothbrush from the dentist and the nice shrink wrap mm-hmm. for free every time in your little, like, dentist-like yeah. consolation prize. Right. Put it in the drawer of requirement. And then when somebody's like, oh, crap, I... I just ate hot fries. fries. And now I have a meeting with a customer. Or, like, I have to put on my respirator. Right, and breathe my hot fry uh, breath. Like, toothbrush, that little tube of toothpaste. Yeah. You now have a thing. I had, like, cheap, crappy, free, uh, like, uh, headphones. Mm -hmm. Little earbud headphones. And, uh, yeah, just, like, all the stuff that would be useful. Nail clippers, you know. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, but the pregnancy tests were in there. (laughs) Yeah. Because they're required. Right. For, for certain people before you do certain things. Yeah. I mean, I've never taken a pregnancy I, test. I gotta say, I really wish, uh, as a woman in, in science, uh, someone would have sat me down and been like, FYI, you're going to take a lot of pregnancy tests at work. Like, it's just, it, it's just a thing. That, Statistically, that, that's going to be where that, you find out. That you're going to get used to. So like, you know. Just be ready for that. Just be ready. <laughs> Well, also, I don't feel like every STEM field, like, I don't feel like engineers or, like, computer science people do it nearly as much, but, like, chemists. But, but yeah, chemists, chemical engineers, you know. Biologists. Biologists, yeah. Yeah. If you're like, oh, yeah, this, 
this solvent like lets proteins just like zip right through you. And you're like, oh yeah, I need to figure some shit out. Like you're doing the math on your fingers. And you're like, you're yeah, 27? I'm just, you know what? Oh, I'm, 27's not a good number. Yeah, just, I'll be I'm right just back. I'm going to take a test. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> but, you know. There you are. Anyway, all I have to say, I like to be prepared. Yeah. And also, we watched a movie this week. We did watch a movie. I wanted to discuss um, your history with this film. My history with this film. Okay, so we watched uh, Yogi's First Christmas, mm-hmm. the Hanna-Barbera classic. I have no idea what year it came out. Oh, uh, that would have been something we could have researched. I am I'm confident sure. it was before I was born. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, it was probably the 70s. So this is one of the movies that we would watch at Christmas because it was one of the movies that my grandparents had on VHS. Did they have it? Or did they, like, record it on TV, like... How was that? Um, I have a very visceral memory of the, like... Oh, this was December of 1980, so it is slightly older than you, but not than me. Okay. It lands between us. It lands between us. Um, Got a 7.2 on uh, on IMDb. Out of 10? Out of 10. 73%. Really? 86% of people reviewing it like this movie. That is fascinating. It's fascinating. Okay, so it was one of the movies uh, my grandparents had. I have a real visceral memory of the, like, sliding uh, art uh, yeah. card that, you know, came out of it. So I think uh, somewhere along the line they bought it, whether somebody gave it to them or... Uh, it could have also been, like, one of those... Um, our kids will never understand the VHS from the McDonald's drive-thru. Yes. Or it, Burger King. It could have come from the the McDonald's drive-thru. It could have been, like, a $5 Walmart bin mm-hmm. and they were just like whatever we need something for these grandkids to watch be- so they don't destroy my whole fucking house yeah like yeah um you know. <laughs> that that was called emmett otter in my grandparents house yeah this is my emmett otter and we did that one earlier so we did this one uh we own this one on we own this one so yeah uh, from years gone by i believe but from ye from ye old uh ye old time times yeah, so we would watch it, uh, maybe not every year, but, like, it was definitely in the rotation. But it was only at my grandparents' house, uh, which we went to every year. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. And so I was like, oh, we'll watch Yogi's First Christmas. Um, I don't, my first memory of it, I was probably, like, nine or ten. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd watched it, like, and just that was my first time remembering it. But... It was just kind of like in the in the tapestry of my youth. Sure. Sure. So that sounds fun. But yeah, again, these things, some things just like line up and that's your thing. Mm-hmm. And that's your family's thing. Right, and then and then you have to watch it even though nobody likes it because it's the thing. It's the thing. It's like, our thing. Like, I fully remember watching this as like a 17-year-old. Oh, I, Yeah. <laughs> And being like, why are we still watching this? Like, I feel like I we need to could watch be, we could right be now. watching Die Hard right now, guys. But yeah, no. we're, we're grown-ups. <laughs> we can do whatever we want. And you're like, uh... Yeah, so we watched Yogi's First Christmas. So, this movie starts with um, the sign that I swear sells Yellowstone. Yelly it says stone. Jellystone. It says, it, but it looks weird, so it almost says Yellystone. So, yeah, it looks like Yellowstone. But they're in Jellystone, because that's 
where, where, Yogi, where, Yogi, where Yogi lives. Uh, and there's a musical number about snow. Snow is the snow, snow is all around us. Yeah, because it's the winter in a northeastern, northwestern. <laughs> North, I don't know, northern. A, a northern place with trees. Yeah. So uh, the ranger is driving this giant track snowmobile thing. Mm-hmm. The bus. Snow bus. He calls it the bus. Snow it's bus. A snow bus. And we have uh, what's going to be the the guests for this film. Uh, there's Snagglepuss. Snagglepuss and... Oh, heaven's the market Troy. Oh my god. I love Snagglepuss so much. He is channeling, like, ugh, so much, like, genteel, uh, southern gay flamboyancy. Yeah. Like, so extra. Snagglepuss yeah. is so extra. He, um, oh, uh, how do I catch him? <laughs> Uh, Tennessee Williams. Tennessee Williams. He, he has some Tennessee Williams energy to him. Yeah, big, big Tennessee Williams energy. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, Huckleberry Hound. And then Huckleberry Hound. He has a little Tennessee Williams. A little bit. He's more genteel. He's yeah, a little, little quieter. He's got like Lindsey Graham energy. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit without little like bit. actively trying to destroy democracy. <laughs> like truly, Huckleberry Hound. Has never tried to destroy democracy. That we know of. That we know of. We're really going to need to look into his past. Uh, but before we make a super pack for him. This is this could be as bad as that time <laughs> we found out Snidely Whiplash was a war criminal. Snidely Whiplash. Anyway. Um, and then Oggy Doggy and Daddy Doggy. Mm-hmm. First off, Daddy Doggy? Yeah, Oggy Doggy has a much better name. What was Daddy Doggy's name before Augie came along? Maybe it was Augie. Maybe he's like Augie the Eighth. So you're 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 Augie Doggy until you have a kid. But what if your dad's not? Do you have to kill your dad as part of this process? No, no. I'm sure. Then your granddaddy doggy. Yeah, I'm sure it becomes granddaddy doggy. Okay, I can see that. Uh, It's not like the Sith where there can only be two. (laughs) There can only be two. I think I want that in my head canon. (laughs) The Augie and Daddy Doggy. Daddy Doggy is really rough. It's rough. It's rough to say. I don't. I don't like it. The assonant rhyme is not strong. Like Augie Doggy or Daddy Doggy. Daddy Doggy. Daddy Doggy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not good. It's, it's not good. Also, Daddy Doggy sounds a little like an adult. Adult. Yeah. It sounds like, a little adult. It, there's, but it's two words that really don't like convey the right. I don't know. It just doesn't like quite land, but it just like unsettlingly rolls around. Yeah, it doesn't not land. It just it just feels uncomfortable. Yeah, as I see a that. Concept. I see that. So, you know, all that to say, they're on the bus mm-hmm. and they're headed to the uh, Jellystone Lodge, right, where they're going to have a wonderful Christmas uh, carnival week. Yeah, Christmas carnival week. It's a it's a right soiree. Mm-hmm. It is. It's going to be a party. I mean, sure. Okay, I understand the appeal of you go to a place. Yes. They do all the work. Yeah. If I had the opportunity to take our family and enjoy a holiday season at, like, Yellowstone Lodge. Right. Would I do it? Absolutely. I it would. I think I would. I would, I would consider. I would, I would consider it. Very highly sure. consider. Um, if, like, these 
animated creatures. Um, I don't believe they have any family to speak of. Right, right. Um, they all have chosen family of friends. Like, also, and, and also now, if you have a chosen family of friends, like, this is a good way to all spend the holiday together because you're not, like, invading any one particular person's house. You're not putting all of that emotional, mental labor on mm-hmm. one person. You're, like, farming that all out. So, you know, like, it's a very diplomatic way to spend the holidays together with people you're not super, like, you know, you're close to, but you're not super close to. Well, Alternately, great way to spend the holidays together with people you don't like, because you're true. like, we got our own room. <laughs> like, your bitches, I'm yeah. out. Well, I, I got this ski lesson, I can't, I can't meet you for brunch, sorry. Sorry, I'm already meeting somebody else at the bar, who is <laughs> the bartender. <laughs> You know, it's so like... Just me and bartender. Yeah. Well, and also, like... I don't know. Like, like I said, this is all a cartoon, so who the hell cares? But, like... That's it, what we do on this podcast, though. We speculate. We speculate. I, I have speculations that, you know, Augie and Daddy Doggy are are definitely together as, you know, father and son. Right, right. Um, there's no mommy doggies. There's no mommy doggy in the picture. Or granddaddy doggies. Right, right. Like, so they're, they're just a family of two. Um, as discussed with Snagglepuss's energy and Huckleberry's energy, this might be, they might be They might be a couple. Together. I'm shipping right, that. Right, right. And I can see how maybe it's not safe for either of them to, like... In 1980. In 1980 to bring them back to the other's family. Maybe they're estranged. Like... Like, there could be a lot of issues. Who knows? Also, I'm here for, for Daddy Doggy's role in this, in that case, where he's, like, you know, like... He's, he's, he kind of reminds me of, like, the guys that, like, at the Gay Pride Parade had, like, the free hug, free dad hugs Free side. dad hugs, yes. And you're like, <laughs> you know, sit and tell me about your job and I'll and, nod approvingly and right. not understand. And I will not understand and I will ask some dumbass questions. <laughs> like, like, I'm kind of getting to that age that that's going to be, yeah, like, soon. maybe my role here soon. But, soon. like, I, I feel like maybe that's his thing he's doing for the two of them. Like... Mm-hmm. Forming a family, like you said, like a family unit that you choose and then, you know, tie on some of the trappings of family. But you get to choose what you want and what you don't want. And hey, Right, yeah. Like, I, I like the I like the options of, like, there's lots of options. And you can choose to be like, screw all of this. I'm going to be in the hot tub. Yes. Or, <laughs> like, I'm going to learn to ski and, you know. Mm-hmm. Enter the cooking contest and whatever. Also, while they're driving up, we meet the hermit, who is not really part of this crew, but he's just a rapscallion. No. He's a rapscallion who lives in a cave, uh, like literally feet from this hotel. Yeah, that uh, gets at least some tourists. Yeah, he is overlooking this from his cliff top abode right and mad at the concept of christmas i'm like man you guys really went out on a new character branch here also uh this hermit has many signs leading up to his domicile that's like beware of hermit go away like stay out again have you seen how the grinch stole christmas i mean i have uh obviously these people have too (laughs) i gotta say like this is a real as a hermit generally you go to where the people aren't. Right. And then you don't tell anyone you're there. That's the idea. <laughs> you don't put up warning signs 
of like, hey, there's a hermit here. Beware. Stay out. As an aspiring hermit can confirm. Right? Right? Because like, dumb teenage boys will be like, ooh, let's go knock on the hermit's door. Like, that would be your whole summer. Yeah. Like. Chasing these punk ass kids right. off your property. If you just if you just take the signs away, no one would notice you. <laughs> right. Just just do your thing, man. Yes. Pull a Kaczynski and just disappear also, into the woods. How does Pacific this hermit Northwest. live in like I assume this is some kind of national or state park. Sure. This is this is like some kind of governmental land. Yeah. Maybe this is Canada. I don't know. I so he's like squatting. Pretty much. Why can't he just squat somewhere else? farther away from people he Unclear. he he has this and maybe he was here before the cake before the jellystone lodge was built but like i feel like when jellystone lodge is being built you're like oh shit i'm gonna go find a new cave and squat somewhere else yeah but i mean he could just be stubborn and say i was here first and the- right but he's squatting yeah but like he i mean He's does, probably, like, some sort they, of, like, crazy sovereign citizen kind of guy. Ooh, and, like, they've annexed all the land yeah, around him. Yeah, he's like, this is, well, no, he's like, this is my sovereign nation of whatever the fuck is in my head. Oh, oh, And okay. they're the invaders, and I can't leave because, like. Because then they win. This is my turf. Sure. And they're, they have no legal right to it. And, like, he's probably just really so far up his own ass, he can't, he can't leave. Yeah, but with all the signs, like, everyone knows he's there. Yeah, so, don't like, put up the signs, though, no. The. So, it's it's interesting to me that, like, the rangers are just like, he's fine, let's let him be. Yeah, sure. Well, also, <laughs> also, I mean, okay, we, we know some things about the ranger. Yes. And mostly revolving about his utter and complete incompetence. I mean, he really likes a picnic basket. No, that's Yogi. Yeah, but. The ranger. He makes the picnic baskets and then Yogi steals the picnic baskets. No, the, the guests make oh, the. Oh, the guests He make steals the, the guest picnic, picnic baskets. baskets. But no, the ranger has, uh, for literal decades, been able to rid this park of one fucking bear and his, like, protonic life mate. Yes, uh, yes. And... Nobody wants to get rid of Boo Boo. He's so cute. So He never it, steals picnic baskets. So if, if you're in the Great Smoky Mountains and a bear comes to where people are, mm-hmm. uh, they instantly trank the shit out of that thing, pretty much, as soon as they... Right, right. Have an opportunity, and they put a yellow tag in its ear, and they take it off in the middle of nowhere and release it. Mm-hmm. If a bear with a yellow tag shows up in its ear, they trank it again, they put a red tag in its ear, and they drive it up to the middle of nowhere even again. Even farther. Even farther. And if a red tag bear shows up in people places... That's its last day. Yeah. Uh, he becomes an exhibit at a museum somewhere nearby. Yeah. Um that's the end of that because it's just not safe to have bears around people yes it's not safe for the bears it's not safe for the people well yeah so the bear's going to meet an untimely end somehow mm-hmm. at least they have some control over it and uh it doesn't take anyone else out in the process yogi should be dead right he would have like fucking, ra- fucking rainbows of tags in his ear yeah no he'd have two <laughs> and then that would be it. That's the whole point. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe they're just like, you know, way more lenient. Maybe they are. It was, it was, okay, so this was the 70s when Yogi was going on. Mm-hmm. I want to say right now, conservation has <laughs> not got, has gone pretty 
Yes, that was not the peak. That was not that the was peak not. Of, of conservationism. No. No. So, uh, by all rights, Yogi should be dead. Yeah. Probably. But instead, he is, is he's asleep. Also, as they arrive to the... So, we're, we're still just getting the door here. Yeah, sorry. Um, they meet Mr. Dingwell. Mr. Dingwell. Who is the uh, manager of Tell. Mm-hmm. And the cook, whose name is... I don't know, Cookman? The cook. Yeah. Um, and something's They're the up. only two employees at the hotel. Yeah, something is up that they and the ranger are talking about something in hushed tones. Mm-hmm. Um, and it turns out that the owner of the lodge... Right. So this is privately owned. This is not... Right, it's a privately land. owned lodge in uh, or near... Maybe it's just near. Maybe it's right stone. off I don't of know. Well, the, the ranger's definitely moonlighting. Yeah. Which seems plausible during the off season right and you're like sure. it's the off season like maybe you know um for this one week a year we hire a ranger but uh she is the owner is coming up her name is mrs, mrs. throckmeyer N- close throck throck morton throck morton throck so um Possibly one to two of our listeners right now are sniggling about the word Throckmorton. <laughs> Throckmorton. Do you know what's funny about the word Throckmorton? No, it just is a funny sounding word. So, in radiology. Okay. Uh, and so you automatically know which friend I'm talking about. Oh, hi! Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you're listening. If so, you're listening. <laughs> um, the Throckmorton sign is in uh when you're ex- doing a pelvic x-ray okay gentlemen okay specifically gentlemen right 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 um the the penis yes tends to point towards the injured hip interesting um is the throckmorton sign it's been kind of sort of debunked but it persists as kind of an urban legend right and they're like yeah you know it's worth checking out so, um, but usually what it tends to be is the fact that the, you, when you break your hip, when right, you're trying the other to one get, over, you, when you're trying to get ho- comfortable on the thing, you can lift with your good hip. Right. So your good hip kind of picks up off the ground a little bit and then things shift to the other to side. The injured side. And so there you go. That's the Throckmorton sign. Throckmorton sign. You'll learn something Sure, I there do. You go. I do learn things all the time. Uh, but they're concerned that Miss Throckmorton might sell the lodge, right? Or might have to sell the lodge uh, because there's a freeway coming through. Mm-hmm. For Which business again, reasons. Well, and again, this is 1980. Yeah. So freeways were coming through. Like this is the kind of not the conclusion, but you know, kind of the third finalish phase of the highway right. build out. You know, we're we're 80s kids. We're millennials. We've had highways. <laughs> Our whole lives. Our whole lives. Like <laughs> They've always been there. They've we always just kind of been there. Where did they come from? They just appeared. But like 60s and 70s, like that's that was like the big build out. And mm-hmm. a lot of that was happening in rural areas. Right. Makes sense. And so this is, you know, this was in the air. So good for them. And so, you know, they're worried she might sell. And also they need this to go... this holiday time to go perfectly and not have any weird shit because because last year yeah there was some weird shit that went down and that's why they have so few guests yeah. this year 
It's because, like, there's rumors that it's haunted and blah, blah, blah. Uh, that rumor is never going to be followed up on, by the way. Yeah, that it's haunted? Yeah. I mean, I would love a Scooby-Doo crossover at this point because it is yes. the universe, but no. Yes. Also. Or, like, that was like, last year's special. Truly, if you're, like, haunted, like, you know, hotel, people would be, like, lining up for that shit, you I know? Mean, 2000s, like, millennials, yeah. <laughs> Boomers were like, no, thank no, you. No, thank you. No. I mean, we have, and like the greatest generations, like, I have seen death. I will not. No, thanks. No, thanks. No, thanks. This is not something to make things fun of. Like, yeah. I mean, when your dad grew up with like some real untreated PTSD ghost stories are not as cute as they are for us. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not into that, but like, no, no. there are definitely people who are. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, they're all going to figure it out and make sure she doesn't sell, but then they have another sing-along, and this is the sing-along that wakes up Yogi. Right, because it's so uh, boisterous. Also, Festival. his uh, cave is, like, directly under Jellystone Lodge. Like, yeah. his cave has an entrance, but then it's like a series of tubes. It's like yeah. the internet underneath. Not like a truck. <laughs> Not like a truck. Like the internet. Um series of tubes and some of them are directly under Jellystone Lodge. So the uh little Augie Doggy is banging his drum and mm-hmm. the the thrums from the drum The thrum drums? The thrum drum drum, drum thrums come all the way down mm-hmm. and uh wake him up and Boo Boo's like, What's going on? And Yogi's like, I don't know. It's only half past December. We're not supposed to wake up till April, like yeah. We should go back to sleep. And Boo Boo's like, sounds great. <laughs> like, Boo Boo, like, rolls over. And But Yogi's like... But Yogi is like... I'm gonna investigate it. Right, right. Uh, he hears the music. That was he's, my terrible Yogi impression. He sorry. smells the food. Uh, and he's like, I mean, you know... I'm gonna go check this out. Yeah, a little snack and dance break. Never hurt anyone. And Boo Boo's like... Uh... Ranger's gonna put another ticket in your ear and shoot you. Right. Right. But, um, they go up. And there's a hatch that goes right into the kitchen. Into the kitchen! Where uh, Otto the cook, that's right, that's his Otto. Name, um, is there, and he was just complaining about not having any help. And so he just assumes these two bears are there as waitstaff. Right, obviously. Jacks and jackets and sends them out with their doofs. And, yeah, and so they just... Yogi goes out into the main dining room, meets the ranger and the other guests, and like, oh my gosh, it's Yogi, and ranger is Yogi and Boo Boo. And then there's a song about it being Yogi's first Christmas. And right. Like, there's a lot of songs in this movie. Do you remember, I mean, you obviously remember this. Remember when you went to Disney World for the first time? I do. And, and the we only like, time? And we were like, every everybody that wanted to do something was like, well, we have to do it because it's Lisa's first time at Disney World. It's And true. she's never done it before. So we have to go to the so Hall of Presidents. So we have to go to the Hall of Presidents. We have to go to Ellen's Energy Adventure. We have to. <laughs> yeah, we have to make sure Lisa gets the full event uh, experience. That's what this song is. That's like, what this we song is. We have to do all these Christmas things, because this is Yogi's first Christmas. He has to have the full Christmas experience. Right, right. And it's everyone projecting Yes, what is the him. true Christmas experience onto him. Um, and so... Also, like, Cindy Bear shows up during this song? Yes! Cindy Bear shows up during this song, and I was like, what is, what? When did, Who woke up Cindy from? Bear? But then and she then disappears for half the movie. Right. Right. Didn't that make sense? It, it was like the overture, 
where like all the cast members come out and then like yep. you you see them later when they're introduced. Yeah. And so Ranger and Dingwell though are like, no, we can't be having this. So they go to get Yogi and he escapes out the chimney with Boo Boo and then jumps on that like snowplow bus thing. Right, and they can't uh, get it started at first. But then, but then they figured out because there's two levers, and yeah. uh, even Yogi Bear is not that dumb. And they drive off on this thing, and they bury Dingwell, the manager, in a pile of snow. Right. And then repeatedly do that for the next fifteen fucking minutes. It's 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 a long time. Um, but they just keep chasing each other around, and like he's got a snowplow on the front, and he just buries. Dingwell, like every, like every time he takes a corner, ah, he buried Dingwell in snow. Right, and right. Up. He'd be beat up at yeah. best. Yeah, at best, there'd be some bruising. Snow is not like cotton candy. It is not. It, it is, is not cotton candy. Not a snow cone. It is <laughs> angry, heavy, wet ice, and being compacted like that. It's not. Yeah, it, it it could it could be rough. If you got buried in that, you're dead. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Mrs. Throckmorton, correct, and her uh very bratty uh nephew, yep, Snively, Snively, are headed up to the Jellystone Lodge. And he hates Christmas. And he hates Christmas. And he hates he's Christmas. also wearing like a brown suit. Yeah, he like looks a like plaid. he looks like fucking Doctor Who. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like a, a brown tweed suit. It is a real look for like an eight-year-old child. It was the eighties. It was nineteen eighty. I mean, still. Yeah. Still. Still, a lot of choice. He's, I feel like he hates Christmas so much because he's never like known the joy of sweatpants. You know, like he's a very formal, formal child. Mm-hmm. Which is why our kids are awesome, because they never wear actual <laughs> Nobody ever wears real clothes that, like, button. No. Like, what is this? I'm so confused. Bullshit. Tyranny of pants. <laughs> the tyranny of pants. So there's the yogi chase going on. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Mrs. Throckmorton's come to the hill, but her car gets stuck. Her car gets stuck in the ice, and there's a avalanche. Started by? Started by the hermit, because the hermit's like, oh, I'm gonna fuck this shit up. You know? Yeah. Christmas. Like fuck Christmas, fuck Christmas, fuck everybody. So he starts an avalanche, and the avalanche is careening towards uh Mrs. Brockmire. And at the last second, Yogi, because he cannot stop this like bus plow, plow thing, uh, pushes into her, gets her out of the way, and then the snow falls behind uh right both Yogi and her. And she's like, he saved me! Oh, this gentleman should be rewarded. And everybody's like, uh, that guy's an idiot and almost killed us all, but I mean... Right, and they're like, he should be promoted, and like, he doesn't even work here. <laughs> oh, well, he should work here. <laughs> right. And, so, and uh, the manager's like, oh, of course, anything you say, I'm promoting them right now to uh, bellhops. He just keeps, like, making up uh, positions. positions that they don't they don't have filled. Right. Because there's only two people who work at this hotel. Yeah. And uh, so then she goes into the hotel and everybody's like scrambling, trying to get everything ready. And Yogi and Boo Boo dance for some reason. I don't have no fucking clue what's going on. Uh, they, they become bellhops. Yeah. They bring in the 
stuff. Yeah, fine. Um, then next morning, Yogi is up. He's got to give the announcements over the loudspeaker about what's going on for the carnival. Right, he becomes like a cruise director. Yep. Uh, and so the first event is an ice skating contest. Yes, an ice skating contest. Um, so the hermit hears this and decides to put salt out on the pond. Right. How much fucking salt is this hermit sitting on? I mean, probably a lot. Maybe he stole it from road crews because he was like, I don't want the roads to be drivable because I hate people for like years and years. Maybe he like secretly siphoned it out of the uh, like salt vault. Yeah. But then he, uh, but after he does that, um, Yogi drives the same freaking bus over. Does not fall through. No, instead ends up scraping the top off. And get all the salt off, and then dumps it on the hermit who's hiding on the side of the bank. In a, this is a gag that doesn't get old. He buries him right. in a pile of snow. And he's like, oh. But he's fine. And so the, the pond is saved. Um, and so Yogi comes back to the lodge. I don't understand that process. Like he, but he left, comes back come to back the lodge. Okay. Just in time to give the lunch tray to the Throckmorton suite. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes up there and Mrs. Throckmorton's trying to talk snively into doing the, um, ice skating contest. Right. She's like, you take ice skating lessons, like, it'll be fun, you know? And he's like, I don't, I don't want to, like, whatever, go skate with those dumb dumbs, you know? He's like, but you, you, you'll win. You're, you've taken private lessons from professional ice skaters. You're a spoiled brat. Like, you'll be fine. And so... But Snyder's not having it. So Yogi busts in, um, hands over the sa- the sandwiches or whatever for lunch, and Snyder's like turning up his nose like, this is bullshit. Right, like, ugh, a sandwich? And he's like, I mean, it looks like a pretty good sandwich to me. I'd eat it. Yep. Um, and the aunt eventually does kind of shame Snively into it because he's like, you're just afraid you'll lose and all this. And he's like, Right, lose bullshit. to these nobodies. So then Snively dares Yogi enter, um, but Yogi's like, well, I don't even have a pair of ice skates. Because, you know, bear that sleeps through the winter, why would you have ice skates? Right, why would you have ice skates? Two big strikes. If you never go outside in the winter, and also you're a bear. Also you're a bear, yes, yes. But, but has Snidely a pair. is like, oh, you can take these. And he steals his aunt's skates. Yep. And gives them to Yogi. And Snidely's like, by the way, just wear them all day, all around the lodge. To right, get they're used brand to new. You can brand new, so you can do it. If somebody wore a pair of ice skates through my house we would have some severe words yes yes because it would just destroy the floor right it would destroy the floor it'd rip up carpets like, let alone a bear yeah and ice skates right but no because nively doesn't give a fuck he wants yeah. the world to burn yeah uh is like go ahead and wear those all around the hotel you gotta get used to them you gotta break those in because they're new skates yeah okay. but and famously uh new skates tear the shit out of your feet oh yeah famously um but since those were and sophie's skates she goes and reports them missing to the front desk and like the ranger's like well such things don't happen at yellowstone lodge i'm like the fuck you have a cereal picnic basket thief on staff right like right well i think i think he was like the ice skates aren't made of cake like like that knocks out my usual suspect yeah i don't know who would steal ice skates <laughs> i think is his like yeah huh you can't eat ice skates like do these ice skates look like cake 
So mm. then the ranger lines up all the guests and is like, hey, show me the bottom of your feet. Your skates. Your skates. And they're like, this is insulting and like a violation of my Fourth Amendment rights and Right. Whatever. I'm embarrassed even. Yeah. But everybody's okay, so um, the contest goes on. Yes. Everything's fine. Everybody skates okay. Snidely, though, is particularly good. He's going to win. Mm-hmm. But Miss Throckmorton's not happy about that because she needs him to get knocked down a peg. Right, several. right. And she, was, then... she was hoping that he would get beaten. Mm-hmm. And at the last second... Well, so at back at the lodge, the ranger finds Yogi mm-hmm. crashing down the stairs on a pair of ice skates that obviously he did not own. And he assumes that Yogi stole them, so Yogi's gotta, like... Scram. Scram. So he jumps out the window. Yes. Which doesn't have a pane of glass. No. He does not open this window. No, he just goes so through. they are in a winter lodge. There is snow on the ground. It's, yeah. you know, at least 31. Yeah. Probably. The probably much colder. Probably much snow. colder. It's deep snow and the, the ice frozen. on the pond is is frozen enough to skate on. Right. So like maybe twenty? Yeah, I mean it's gotta be like at the cold. warmest, it's probably twenty, twenty five. Yeah. Um No window glass. Yeah, no no glass on the he does not open the window, he just jumps out where the window should be. Yep. But then the ranger chases him down in, like, the little snowmobile with Yogi on skates. Um, and this is where Yogi comes, like, running in and then gets on the ice and does all these, like, crazy tricks and jumps. Because he's basically trying not to fall He's down. trying not to fall. And so he, like, ends up doing a triple axel trying not to fall on his ass. Yeah. Because that's how that works. Right. Right. I mean, that's how, you know, that's what Brian Boitano does. <laughs> He basically just falls with style. Mm-hmm. And he ends up falling asleep on the ice, but still scores a perfect 10, and they declare him the winner. Um, And yay! yay. But then um, Yogi, they figure out that Yogi's wearing Miss Throckmorton's skates. Mm-hmm. But she's cool with it because Snively gave him to her. Well, because Snidely to him. is complaining. Like, I should have never given him those stupid skates. Right. So, and like. She's like, well, if Snidely gave it to him, like, you know, that's on Snidely. Yep. So, our n- next competition. And, oh, is this. Doesn't he also get promoted? No. No, not here. Not yet. Okay. Uh, it's a ski competition. Next competition, hot dog ski competition. Hot yes. dog ski competition. Uh, Amateur hot dog like, ski These guys are going to go down a ramp. They're just going to go like down a ramp and then ramp. something is going to happen. Yeah, like hopefully it's not death. Yeah, this is... I mean, they are cartoon characters, so they, like... They, they, are, they are cartoons, but like the... The insur- and it was the 80s, which was a wild time. Uh, yeah. But the insurance premiums on this lodge... For, you know, guest injury, it's got, it's got to be sky high. Well, and also, I mean, at the beginning of this, we did find out that something bad had happened last year, but they don't talk about it. I'm like, I am getting more and more ideas. <laughs> did someone kill themselves? I feel like maybe... Maybe there was, like, some real bodily harm happening at the hot dog ski competition. I feel like maybe that was a thing. It's just a pile up of, like, thousands of children. <laughs> even know i don't know uh but again everybody kind of blows it um augie and daddy crash 
Snuggle, uh, Snugglebus, Snagglebus, Snagglebus, yeah. and Huckleberry crash. Everything goes badly, but then Snively gets up and does okay. Um, but Snively and Yogi were at the top, and Snively's like, "Oh, you need to tighten your skis," and he just totally unbuckles Yogi. He unbuckles skis. Yogi's skis. He's like, "Oh, thanks." Um, so when Yogi jumps, his skis fall off. He tries to do like the run backwards cartoon thing. Right, he like pause and run backwards and doesn't work. But instead just like does like some flips and ends up landing on his skis. Right, falls like backwards on his skis. And boom, that's a and win. And people are like, wow, that was incredible. And this is where Mr. Ackmorton's like, why is he the bellhop and not the ski instructor? And uh, Mr. What's his name? The ranger or Ding. Mr. Uh, Ding Meyer? Ding, yeah. Dingwell. 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 Mr. Dingwell is like, uh, because being a ski instructor is like not a thing we have here at the lodge. <laughs> so and they're like, he should be a ski instructor. So he becomes a ski instructor. And so the next he thing you see, a ski instructor. he's got like the ski instructor sweater and like scarf. Mm-hmm. Still no pants. Still no pants. Because that's not important. Because uh, he's a bear. He's covered with fur. He's not naked. Yeah. So he doesn't need the sweater. So he doesn't need a sweater. He also doesn't need a necktie, but, like, but that's know, never slowed him down before. I mean, that's, like, an accessory. That's, yeah. like, I don't need clothes, but I'm choosing this as part of my style. It, it's, it's kind of a Chippendales kind of thing. I mean, yeah. 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 You, I'm sure, you've got I'm the sure, bow tie and collar. I'm sure that's the look he was going for. I mean. Just, like. Little magic mic action. Barrel chest tie. Yes. I don't need anything else. I'll write that down. <laughs> So, um, he tries to give the everybody, all the guests, a ski lesson. And Except he's terrible at skiing. Yeah. And it's terrible. And, um, they do a musical number, which, sure. Mm-hmm. About skiing? About skiing and stuff. But this is when Miss Doc Morton hears him. He's like, oh, well, we also need to rehearse for the choral part of the Christmas program. For fucking who? There's, like, only the guests. There's right. The... Everyone's, everyone would be singing in the program. So Yogi should be leading, because he's such a good singer. And everybody's like... Rrr. Yeah, she's really, uh... He's a perfect bear a tone. Ha, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's really, like, latched on to Yogi. And is like, he can do no wrong. He, like, walks on water. He is the golden boy. Yeah. And, uh... All evidence to the contrary. <laughs> right. Right, like, uh... You know, many, many managers I have had. Mm-hmm. But uh, Smiley doesn't want to sing with the dum-dums because he's too good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, Mrs. Throckmorton's in no mood for singing, so the rehearsal's not great, but it's not. Doesn't she hop on in the middle there? But then she she does. Uh-huh. And then she's like, but I need more girl voices. There so. needs to be more girl voices. I'm getting drowned out. So Boo Boo runs off, but then Yogi's like, I'll just use my falsetto. It's not good. Mm-hmm. It's bad. I mean, it's it's fine, it's but, you know, great. it's not great. Uh, so, Boo-Boo is actually just waking up Cindy Bear, uh, and she doesn't really want to until she figures out that Yogi's already Yogi there. Yogi needs her. And she goes, why didn't you tell me earlier? And she is, like, truly, like, star eyes, like, heart eyes emoji. Yeah. Like, heart eyes emoji was invented because of Cindy Bear. Yep. And so, it sounds a little better with Cindy added in, and the hermit is just hopping that. Um, by the way, then there's, like, another ski lesson montage, where mm-hmm. they're gonna go out to the woods again, 
and try the ski lesson thing again. I don't know. It feels like they just got lost in the middle of telling the story the first one. Yeah. It really does. Like, they decided they had this coral thing, and they're like, oh, well, we got to chase we gotta that sh- down. we got to shove that somewhere. Because so that's, what, that's where Cindy gets uh, introduced. Right. Into the story. So, um, they're going all up on the ski lift, and... Um, oh, yeah, the ski lift. Maybe they're just skiing. Maybe it's just, like, there's not that much to do. Well, Yogi's, like, there's trying to mountain. teach him. He's like, we're going to go up the hill, and they're like, actually, we go down on skis. And he's like, I knew that. And well, I guess if you want to start the easy way, yep. let's go down. So then Mrs. Throckmorton comes. She's going to go up the lift. Um, but then the hermit shows up. And he starts a fire off in the woods that distracts, distracts the ranger. Then he goes in and literally just fucking unplugs the motor for the... Just, just unplugs the motor for the ski lift. Which right. stops everything. Yep. There's no, there's no override. And then the ranger returns and can't figure out how to get it started. Doesn't check the plug. And, and Mrs. Throckmorton is stuck there. Mm-hmm. And so that he's going to get like a rope and climb up to get her. Right. So he has a rope tied to a rock yep. that he is sitting on. And then he is pulling the other side of the rope up. Right. That's his whole plan. So far. This man's shoulders. I mean, cannot be denied. Who? Like, they should be popping. Yeah. Well, also, like, he's sitting on a rock that probably weighs five times as much as he does. Yeah. So if he's pulling up that rope, he should just be pulling up the rope. Right. He should be pulling the rock up at right. all. Right. He doesn't need the rock. Why is I the mean, rock it's there? anchored. Right. He could he could have just like a little flat. Well, then uh, you would climb up and then you would grab Mrs. Throckmorton and then rappel down. But like, yeah, you wouldn't need, you it, wouldn't haul the rock up with you. Yeah, it's wild. You don't, yeah. But he gets up there. Yeah. And then she's nope. like, she's like, oh, you know. Thanks for rescuing me. And he, like, lets go of the rope and falls. Yeah, he, like, goes to, like, shake her hand or something. And then just, yeah, drops. Meanwhile, Yogi's doing the ski lesson. Yes, and sees. Well, no, he doesn't really see. He's just, he's just fucking up royally as everybody else is doing their skiing stuff. Mm -hmm. It ends up, like, doing this weird jump off the mountain, landing upside down with his skis across the the cables for the ski lift. Yes. And knocks all the chairs off until he gets to Miss Throckmorton's, mm-hmm. which he knocks off but also catches and then is able to, like, zip line her down. Right. Because, you know, no one else was in any of the lifts because no one is there. This right. Week. So, like, no one else got hurt, which is good. And then, But also now they have to put all the chairs back on these lifts? Right, I guess. I mean, he's I, done a lot of damage. Yeah, like... the. The chairs on the lifts are not that precarious. Like, I know they look precarious, but, like... No, there's, like, 12 they're, different safety features. They're very features well connected. But at the bottom, Yogi falls asleep instantly. Mrs. Throckmorton tries to thank him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then says, like, well, take him back to the lodge. And the ranger's like, I'd rather take him back to his den. But, like, oh, my gosh, our witch... Our our meal ticket really likes this guy, so right. we've got to so we'll, keep him we'll keep him on for a little bit. So then they go cross-country skiing and just, like, go across, you know, country, I guess. That's cross-country skiing. Yeah, across the country. And back at the lodge, Cindy is now a waitress. She's got, like, a hat and a skirt. Also, her skirt is like a belt. Yeah, no, it's like, like, a, it's like a ruffle. It's like a 90s... Uh, yeah. 90s uh, 
like very scary. Well, she, I mean, she's hanging out all the way below this. Yeah. And all yeah. the way above it. Like, it's really... Yeah, it's just like a belt. It's a belt. Um, I feel like, again, you're covered in fur, but like... <laughs> If you're going to make concessions to fashion, like... Again, it's just an accessory. It's not clothing. Yeah. It's just it's just an accessory fashion choice. And so she's hanging out with Boo Boo, and then she stands under the mistletoe and gets kissed, and Boo Boo... And she's like, wait, what? And he, Boo Boo has to explain mistletoe to her uh, in musical form. Right. And um, she's like, you can kiss anybody under the mistletoe, and she sees the possibility of, like, trapping... Yogi like with perfect, that. perfect. It's a little aggressive as a song. It's very aggressive, and she plays really coy and shy for like a topless, bottomless bear. Yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, it it's a pretty aggressive song that does not care about Yogi's consent Fair at enough. all. No, not at all. So Cindy brings Yogi in. He sees the mistletoe, but he also sees sandwiches and completely ignores her. Right, and she is. <laughs> and she's like, no matter, I'm redoubling my efforts. Mm-hmm. And so we go back to our guests who have skied over to Old Faithful to see it go off. And they're trying to talk to Miss Morton about selling the lodge, but she's like, I gotta do it for business reasons. And they're like, oh. right, it's not anything personal. I love the Jellystone Lodge, but you know, business, business, business. business. Numbers, numbers. How am I doing? Great. Um,. And then um, Yogi ends up freaking out back at the lodge because he realizes the mistletoe tap is going down. Mm-hmm. So she he, he runs away, but Cindy's not taking no for an answer, so she steals the snowmobile to chase him down. Right, right. And this is where Yogi jumps on like this bobsled thing, mm-hmm. and he's going down like a frozen creek. It's a whole thing. Yes, yes, okay. And then the guests that are coming back from... The cross-country skiing see this Yeti thing. Right. Okay. And there's, like, all the storylines that made no sense have combined to make even less sense somehow. Okay. Um, And Snagglepuss is, like, going to confront it, and then he, like, runs away. But the monster's, like, 100% just the hermit in white. Like, yes. it's just a white version of the hermit. Because it's the hermit. Because it's just the hermit. It's just the hermit. And was he there trying to scare people on purpose? Yeah, he's trying to scare them off okay. so that they don't... He may have been and the why cause... is he white? Because he's covered in snow? Because he's wearing a costume to be an abominable snowman. Oh. He's a very short for an abominable snowman. Indeed. But Yogi uh, and the bobsled come in, run into the hermit, don't kill him, but just send him back to his cave. Right, he's undestructible. And he's mad about it. Also, um, Thrag Morton shows back up at the ring at the lodge and is like, Yogi's saved my life twice today. He should be promoted to chief of security. And the ranger's like, wait, time out. What? Because that's my job. Like, now you're on my turf. Right, right. So the ranger's like, I'm just going to go back and sleep through this winter in Yogi's cave. Um, and then Snyder's in the corner hiding a frog under a hat that comes to no payoff whatsoever. Um, then Yogi's trying to take down and return some of the mistletoe. Okay. He falls and dumps it on his head, which then is all Cindy needs mm-hmm. to give him a big smooch. Right. And he's like, uh, and she's like, ah, oh, I'm so in love. Right. So then it's the ice fishing contest. 
ice. Who wants to fish for some ice? Oh boy, who does? And Stanley doesn't want to go. Mrs. Thogmorm's like, yeah, honestly, I understand. It's a terrible idea. Like, <laughs> right? It's cold. It's, like, it's, it's boring. It's not. It's, it's not the most. Exciting. You would probably suck at it anyway. Right. That's true. And he's like, well, fine. Fuck you. I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. And so they start catching fish, and apparently it's just based on length, because Snively catches a fish, and it's a pretty good something good size fish, yeah, bass or something, but um. Daddy Doggy catches a fucking eel. Ooh. I was not aware of anywhere in the Pacific Northwest that had eels in their ice fishing holes. Yeah, I don't know. Ice eels? Oh. Is that a thing? Shrieking eels? Sounds terrifying. Super movie. Um, and so Yogi's there and he's thinking of stealing a fish because, you know, bear. Right. Uh, But sees like this hut drifting across and goes to stop it while Snively was pushing it to try to get to a better ice hole or something and ends up instead of pushing like falling into the hole he was going to cover up and um so Yogi saves him and there was like oh no if Mrs. Throckmorton hears that Snively like almost died right she's gonna she's gonna definitely sell the lodge then so uh Snively blames Yogi and Yogi takes the blame but said that Snively kind of deserved it. And Mrs. Throckmorton's like, well, thank you for that. Because, like, somebody needs to, like, teach this kid a lesson. And he's a, you know, kind of a shithead. So, right. like... Right, So, you know, like, meh. <laughs> let's call it good. And so Snively gets super pissed, stops on Yogi's foot, runs off, and vows to get even. And it's going to ruin the whole holiday. Then he just ends up getting lost. Right, so... Lost, like, ten feet away. Yeah. Uh, where the hermit is. Right, he sees the hermit signs and ends up... It is like, ooh, hermit. Going to the hermit's house, and he sleeps in the hermit's bed. Yes, until the hermit comes home, like, all Goldilocks style. Yep. Meanwhile, back at the lodge, Mrs. Throckmorton's like, by the way, my, my piece of shit nephew, like, ran away after that thing, and, like, I haven't seen him in a couple of hours. Like, it's, we should, like, maybe we bitter cold, about to get dark. Yeah. Maybe we should just now look for my son, my kid. Yeah, like hours and hours later. He's dead. Yeah, I mean, maybe she thought he just went to his room and was like, he's going to go cool off, I'm going to go cool off, like, I'll check on him in, like, an hour. But then he's gone. Yeah, but then he's gone. But also she's like, and Yogi knows the park better than anyone, so he should lead the search party. And the ranger's like, yeah, actually, that's a good idea. I'm going to take the helicopter up and look from the air, but Yogi, like, yeah, organize you, the crew and let's do, get out and search. You can do the search. ground searching. And then all, so the way Yogi organizes, he puts them all in the same snowmobile bus and starts driving around, which... Yeah, yeah which is not the best out. way to uh, organize a search party, I would imagine. No. Because it's, you have more sets of eyes, but you're in the same locations. Right. So then the hermit comes home, he finds Snively. Right, he's like, what the fuck are you doing in my house? Yeah, and starts... Cave house. Yeah, Hermit starts venting about how he hates this time of year and people and winter and Christmas. And Snively starts venting about how he hates this time of year and Christmas and people and vent and everything. And now they're friends. Right, and they're like, oh, we have so much in common, we both hate people. That's all we need to know. Yeah, and there's a whole song about hating Christmas. And so, finally, the search party kind of gets where they were going to start from. And Boo-Boo and Cindy are asleep, but the rest, like, spread out to go search. Right. And Yogi's talking to the ranger in the helicopter, um, and then manages to crash the snowmobile. Uh-huh. That happens. 
And so we go back to Herman and Snively, and they're making plans to crash the right. carnival. To crash the Christmas carnival. The tree trimming party. Yes. Oh, at the at the beginning, they were like, and the carnival all like you know culminates into a giant tree trimming on Christmas Eve, and they Yay. gesture to this already trimmed Christmas tree. Right. And I was like, okay. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah, and so uh, they're going to steal the ornaments and ruin the whole thing. Um, meanwhile, Augie and Daddy see a reindeer that's like someone's trying to lasso, mm-hmm. and they investigate and they find Santa and an elf. But it's not Santa. But it's not Santa and an elf. It's the Hermit and Snively. It's Hermit and Snively. Yeah, and so they, Augie and Daddy invite them to the tree trimming party. Right, like you should come if you're first not off, busy. Yeah, if, first off, Santa's busy. Yeah. It's Christmas Eve. Yeah, Santa's like, you know what? Rain check on that. Like Can I can I come back at Arbor Day? We'll do something then. Right. Like Uh, I'll I'll hang out Fourth of July, you know, like Sweetest Day in November, maybe it'll be tight, but I could probably sneak away for a day. Right, right. But you know, like really Mm -hmm. this is the one day a year that I cannot uh, have other plans. And then uh, Yogi, we go there and he's found some ski trails from Old Faithful that he wants to follow. I'm like, this is just the crew that was there earlier. Right, right. That's all this is. Yeah, like, just just the people that you were skiing with. You knew them. Uh, Herman and Snively find the big snow track thing mm-hmm. and push it down the hill and on top On of top Old of the guys. Right after Yogi left, apparently. And uh, Cindy and Boo Boo are still sleeping. Oh yeah, hard. In it. So, um... Then back in the lodge, uh, Otto the cook is getting things ready. He's bragging about the food, but like the manager's worried because obviously everything's going to shit, and there might be a dead child in the woods somewhere. Right, right. He's got some concerns, and that's when um, Santa and the elf show up. He's like, "Oh, you must be Otto's. Like, they mu- you must be the actors Ranger Smith hired. Come early to check things out." Like, no one recognizes Snively. No, even though he looks exactly like. Uh, himself just like with a beard and not wearing a Doctor Who tweed suit. Right. Instead wearing an elf costume. But there's like no covering of his face. He doesn't have like a little, you know, mask or like an eye. Right. Uh, like he, he's not wearing goofy glasses. Not even fake ears. Not like, even fake ears. That's a minimal for an elf, I would think. Yes. Also, where do they get these uniforms? From... Uh, I think that the hermit stole them off of some like Christmas decorations. Or possibly killed last year's entertainment or and kept possibly them. murdered last year's entertainment, but very neatly, uh, because he kept their uh their clothing. Their clothing. I mean he got the clothing off neatly. What happened after or yes. before that is I don't know. up to some I don't know about that. imagination. Anyway, uh they're going to steal the ornaments by shoving them up the chimney, which seems really unnecessary because nobody's fucking watching, so just take them out the door. Right. Also, like, gravity still works if you're in a chimney, dude. Yeah. Like, chimneys do not have, like, stair steps of shelves that you can, like, shove things up. Right. But, like, I mean, Santa gets up it, so it must be somewhat magical. So, yeah, sure. So, um, finally, Ranger Smith is flying over and sees them up on the roof and recognizes Snively. From a fucking distance. Yeah, on a roof. On a roof, uh, dresses an elf. He's like, all right. But then they, so he lands the copter to come 
talk to him, but then somehow Snively and the they other disappear. Guy, well, they do like this end run to get to the copter and take off in that. So, um, they've stolen the helicopter and the ornaments. Right. Uh, flying off. Because apparently the hermit, who issues all modern comforts and technologies... Knows how to fly a helicopter. Maybe he was a nom. Maybe. I'm putting that down. Maybe he was a nom. Seems right. The time the timeline lines up. Yeah. And I mean, at this time period, a majority of uh, unhomed individuals would have been um, Vietnam veterans, actually. Yep. It's... it's well documented that that was a, a precursor, so because you know untreated mental damage from war yep. is yeah not great not not great for capitalism you know so you know screw those guys right you know gotta feed the machine yeah <sighs> I'm sorry Hermine the hermit right you right. saw some shit and our country failed you <laughs> I mean that's probably true but uh, it's my head cannon. So, um, Yogi, though, spots the snowmobile thing on the geyser, uh-huh. and he's like, I gotta get him out of there. So he goes to get him out, and try the snowmobile's out of gas. Won't run, won't start, they're stuck. Mm-hmm. And Snively sees this playing out. He's like, oh, we gotta get closer, I wanna see this, because, you know, obviously wants to watch a train wreck. He's right, right. a terrible human being. And as the geyser blows, the bear is able to grab onto the helicopter and then somehow steer it from the rudders or from the like runners. It's not clear. The it's clear that they are controlling it. They're like, let's go over there. No, let's go over here. No, let's land it by the lodge. But they're on the runners outside. Yeah. I don't know. But it ends up crashing. Um onto the like lawn of the um, the lodge, but like Snively and Herman are, are fine. Um, Herman gets arrested by the ranger, but then Starkborn's like, "No, you can't do that. He's fine." No, oh, it's Christmas. We should invite them to the tree trimming. I'm like, oh, so like if I commit a crime on Christmas, right? I just, I just get invited to, like, uh, yeah, you can't to like do a that. fancy ball. Yeah, that's good. And so everyone's talking about how well Yogi managed things. So uh, Throckmorton says he'll be the hotel manager now, and like Dinkwell is like. Fuck this shit. <laughs> like, I put up with him as a ski instructor, as a bellhop, as the head of security, as whatever fucking idea you had. But, like, you come for me, you best not miss. And Yogi is like, um, okay. So he tries to get everybody to the front desk. Um, by the way, Cindy shows up ready for a kiss, which I feel is a complete violation of ethics. Like, he is... Def- he's at work. He's at work. He's her manager now. So there's a power does dynamic. Work, does she work? For- she's the waitress. Oh, she's the waitress. So like when they was yeah. a student instructor and she was a waitress, like they're in parallel. Like they don't. Right. No, but like right. once he's a manager, like Cindy. Yeah. No. Like I mean, it's not good. It's not good. Not it's a, not good, a good, look. good look. Um, but he manages to dodge it, and um, Yogi's like, "All right, everybody, get everybody ready for the party downstairs." Um, and he's, you know, he's like, oh, I will sneak off to try the refreshments. And the manager's like, oh, I've already tried them. They're excellent. He's like, I mean, I might try them again. No, no, there's no need to do that. You, you, you just, you just focus you, on yeah, the you guests. Yeah, you just focus on your guests. So, um. And he's like, womp, womp. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, Doc Morton is talking to Snively. He's planning to go to the party. 
And but Starborn's like, no, like fuck you, like you've ruined everything. You don't want to do things unless like I beg you. So you're getting locked in your room. That's yeah, it. Yeah, you don't get to go to the party. And so then that's when Herman shows up at Snipe's window. Is like, hey, we're gonna have our own party. Like I got a blanket. Let's go. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, stranger danger, red flags, like all over this thing. Um, yes. So yes. shows up at the window and was like, you don't need those fools. Like, so yeah, you and me forever. So the guests are kind of looking for Yogi. He's not around, but like they decided to trim the tree anyway. Meanwhile, outside, um, Herman just has a picnic, uh, and he's got like scrounged funguses and like rubs and worms and, and stuff. like dried uh fish from you yeah. know earlier that he like been... made like fish jerky out of or whatever yeah and so i was like i'd rather be inside but i can't say it because then i'd admit I, i'm wrong right and, and then i liked character. christmas and like you don't like christmas but you do like warmth yep so the doorbell rings and a whole bunch of kids come in with yogi and boo-boo behind and Mrs. Throckmorton had sent for him. They're the orphans that have never had a Christmas vacation. Okay. Again, it's 1980. Do we even have orphanages? I still don't know. I think Reagan shut those down. Yeah. So, possibly. But, I mean, I don't know. If I was, yeah. like, a foster and they're like, this kid has never had a real Christmas, I'd be like, fuck you, bitch. Like, I'm trying. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know a lot of people in the foster system, like, yeah, it's it's kind of pandery and kind of like mm, whatever. Also, these are the kids from the city, and there's kind of like a little emphasis on that. And you're like, oh, I get it. Okay, yeah, these are poor city urchins. Right, that have never been into wilderness. Okay, I mean, I did work at a camp that specialized in inner city kids coming into the woods, so I can't really throw that stone. But like, it's kind of done in not a yeah, in a much less. Uh... It, it's very pandering. Yeah. yeah it's, 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 yeah. I, I didn't like it. It's it cringe. It's very bad. cringe. So, um, turns out Throckmorton's not going to sell the lodge. She's going to donate it to the Jellystone Foundation, of which she is the president. This is, uh, for those of you calling, this is called self-dealing. Self-dealing. And, uh, is actually illegal. Yeah. Um, that's, you're not allowed to uh, ask the Trumps. They had to take a couple courses on this recently. Right, You're right. not allowed to... Donate something thing. to the foundation that you have a majority leadership in. And that you will benefit from. And, and that you use. will benefit from and use, yeah. So, like, it's complicated, but there's no way. This is cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, Dingwell is back to being the hotel manager, and uh, Yogi is just now the Christmas Carnival director. Which the Christmas I think Carnival director. Fine. He'll be in charge of the Christmas carnival every year. Meanwhile, this is the first year that Yogi has ever been conscious for, for the Christmas carnival, and she expects him to like do this every year. And he's like, uh, "Lady, I'm tired." I don't know if you know this, but like, this is like, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm way tired. But he does drop in dressed up as Santa. Boo Boo's now the elf. I guess they just borrowed the costumes from. Maybe they had separate costumes. Let's hope. There's a big size difference uh, between Yogi. Yogi and the Hermit. Fair. But also everybody is really good sports about it. I mean, you can tell they can tell, you know, and they're like, oh yeah, this is fine. Thanks. You know, the the good spirited thing you do. When right, right. Like, oh, 
And that's... He's like handing out all the presents to all the kids. Yeah. Huckleberry almost says something about Yogi, and Snuggle was like, oh, no, no, don't, no, let him have this. Like... Right, right. And then finally, he's outside, Snuggie's like, I'm going in. And like, he hovers at the window, like, looking in with Herman, and Yogi's like, get in here. You're not going to punish me yet? Oh, no. So Yogi hands up presents that have their names on it for Snively and Herman. And Herman. Like they were in planning. spite of all they've done. Right. They got them presents anyway and just had them just in case. And then they have a change of heart and they love Christmas. Yay. Hooray crying. And by the way, this Cindy gets like a Miss Jellystone sash and crown. Right. Like, it's a Christmas a, present. That's her thing. And Yogi gives her a kiss as a congratulations, and so she has to sing about that. Right, and then she sings about how she's been kissed by Yogi Bear. Yeah, and then, who shows up? Real Santa. Real Santa. And Snagglefuss tries to kick him out, but Yogi's like, ah, you can stay, it's fine. Uh, But does offer some critique on his outfit, like the boots are all wrong, and like the beard looks fake, and also, you're a little too fat there, bro. Right. And then Boo Boo's like, uh, dude. I think it's the real Santa Yogi. Um, and so Yogi's, and Santa's like, well, I just want to thank you for saving me a lot of work. You gave a lot of people gifts. Uh, but I have one for you. And it's a giant picnic basket. A but... giant picnic basket. And you're like, it's all I've ever wanted. Actually, he's he's asleep. Yeah. By this point. And he's asleep. So then they load him into a sleigh. Yep. And they all travel to his uh, cave. While singing. While singing to put him to bed. Like, with torchlight. And... Yeah. They tuck him in. Uh, and then just Boo Boo unceremoniously drops to like, the floor. Bye. And as they're leaving, um, Yogi kind of, like, opens one eye. He's like, Merry Christmas, everybody. And then falls back asleep. That's it. That's the credits. Yeah. And that's the movie. That is the it was a movie. Yes. Who? Yes, it was. It was a movie. I definitely fell asleep uh, while watching it. So. Yeah, you, you know. did. Well, you're inebriated-ish. <laughs> also tired. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't. What did I learn? Um. If you know, you are super confident. You could probably get a lot of promotions, even though you're bad at your job. Even if you're not confident, if you just impress the right people. If you impress the right people. That's probably... Yeah. That's the key to success. Yeah. Is just pretending to you impress somebody that knows even less than you do. Yes. And then you can... And hope they're in a position of power. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's all you need that's to do. Key. Yeah. That's the plan. That's what you got to do. I'm working on that. I, I mean, just... Yeah. I already know more than a lot of people in power. <laughs> so you're well on your way. Uh, I just am not impressing them because I tend to be not tolerate that really yes. well. Uh, what did you learn? Um, There are no consequences at Christmas. No, no. You break into someone's house at Christmas, they're like, well, it's Christmas. It's fine. It's fine. This is all fine. Everything's fine. Right, right. It's not What happens fine. at Christmas stays at Christmas. Yeah. What, yeah. yeah, it's like Vegas. It's of like a, Vegas. It's, a holiday it's the Vegas, Vegas of holidays. Exactly that. 
<sighs> and with that, please parent responsibly. Please parent responsibly.